0: This is Anthony Robbins Host. Of the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. This is Anthony Robbins Host. Of the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. we give y'all real, real nuance. <laughs> I've been lying for so long. I've been lying for so long. <laughs> Believe me, I'm probably a porno pornoologist. We cannot continue to deny women or minorities access to a system that has everything but their input. Right now. What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Field Trend Becomes Extinct. Today is just a podcast update. I'm basically trying to let you guys know what's going on in the world of The Reality Is, what's been going on, what we got coming down the pipeline, and honestly, how excited I am about the show. That's real. First of all, before I get started, I want to give a shout-out to Rachel Garrett of Just Saying Radio. She left Fishbowl Radio on this week, and she's going to be branching out doing Just Saying Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, SoundCloud. So she hasn't been she hasn't got on any of these platforms yet, but that's where you can hear her next. I want to give a big shout-out to her because I've watched her maturation process of podcasting and doing radio and wanting to do bigger things with her podcast and radio and now she has taken the taken the necessary steps to go ahead and go further to do these things uh, for anybody who's on SoundCloud right now, with the podcast and you don't have a podcast out anywhere else. You may want to get on that because I just got an alert that I think they only have about SoundCloud has only about 50 more days of funding. So everybody who's putting their music, who's putting their podcast, who's putting their radio shows, whatever they're putting on SoundCloud, you may want to try to find somewhere else to put that information. So what do we got coming up right now with the reality of starting in August? We'll be back to doing live events, uh, but they won't be your everyday live event. There'll be a live event with a twist. I know the last one we did here in Dallas at the Wild Detectives bookstore. Uh, We did kind of like a woman's worth uh, workshop to where we brought a couple of women in and they talked about life uh, as a mother, as a girlfriend, um, as a business partner and just working in corporate America and things that they went through. And we had a twist with the poetry and we had some Q&A. We're going to have a lot of those things coming up for the fall because fall is my season. I don't know if uh, from the listeners, if you've ever visited Texas in the the summertime, uh, hell don't got nothing on Texas In the summertime, maybe it does. I never been there. We don't know if hell and heaven is real or not. You know, we all just got faith and we still hoping and praying that something is real and bigger than ourselves. But Texas is hot in the summertime. So we kind of laid back and chilled out on things to do for the summer. But like I said, when it comes up here to when the fall comes back around, we will be rolling out live events, hopefully monthly. We also got The Reality Is presenting the third annual Backpacks and Haircut event for the kids. That'll be on August 13th from 12 to 4 p.m. at the U Unisex Salon at 208 Northampton Road in DeSoto, Texas. Zip code is 75115 with the sponsoring barber, George Gibson. So be sure to pre-register your child now by visiting... Our website, the one that I talk about on every show, www.therealityis.com. You can also donate by going to the website and click on the uh, click enter, and then on the lower right side of the screen, <laughs> click on the podcast tab. Well, Let me start over because I am reading this shit. We're not going to start over. We ain't going to re-edit this. The reality is people make mistakes. So we're going to start it right over again, right back in your motherfucking ear. Pre-register your child now by visiting www.therealityis.com. You can also donate by going to the website. On the lower left side of the screen, you'll click enter. It'll bring you to the main screen in the top part. Click on the podcast tab and scroll to the bottom of that next page that opens up. And at the very bottom, it'll have a cute little donate sign that you can donate. Um, if you want to continue hearing the podcast, you can donate for the backpacks and haircuts event. Um, you can donate. Whatever you want to donate, whatever God or whatever God you serve lays on your heart to put uh, in the donation box, go ahead and do that. We appreciate you in advance and thanks in advance for doing so. If you want to contribute in another way, then show up early to the venue that uh, for the address that I just gave you for Union Unisex Salon. And we're accepting. We're accepting. Look, I. Phew. I put expecting, or maybe it automatically updated that. But we're accepting school supplies and backpacks for kids ages 5 through 13. And school supplies uh, includes pen, uh, paper, Pencils, crayons, uh, markers, all of that stuff. Glue sticks, all of those things that kids ages five through thirteen need. That list that they give you um, at the beginning of the school year for your kids. Look at that list and purchase some of those things and show up again uh, to the U Unisex Salon at two zero eight Northampton Road in Desoto, Texas seven five one one five. We will be there that day at eleven o'clock, but the event does not start from uh, until twelve o'clock and it will last to four. Last year we had about 20 kids come out it was pretty amazing to see the kids and see their faces and and to to, to feed them uh, we had pizza uh, Bella's Kitchen brought out some snacks and um, some plates for the kids to eat and have fun we had games uh, they got their haircut. they got backpacks we took pictures of them and and people ask why do we do this we do this because for me everybody loves kids we should you know some love them for other reasons but we love kids for the right reason and, and personally I do this because I remember growing up with a single mother and me and my, my older brother, me, my mom started cutting our hair. And I no disrespect to my mom, but I would rather have went to school with a fucked up, no edge, no nothing, than for my mom to cut my hair and have me looking like I was Mike Tyson on Mike Tyson Punch Out in the 90s. So we know what that means, a chili bow with a slanted part, and it wasn't even close to what Mike Tyson had. So I remember walking into schools, when my hair wasn't what I needed to be. And at five and six years old, you're developing a mindset, you're developing a mentality and to walk into a school and not feel good about yourself or not have you know, the freshest clothes or the newest things or, you know, even backpacks have become a trend or, 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 or style, you know, uh, for, for people who, who are going to school so we want to be able to present these things to these kids, get them off to a good start for the new year and not have to worry about them having low self-esteem or being picked on in schools because they don't look up to par. We want to at least help get that jump start going. We know that, you you know, families struggle throughout the year and they go through things. But this is just our opportunity, our little drop in the bucket to say thank you for for raising your kid and doing right by your kid. And this is us saying we love you, uh, children. You are smart enough. You are our future. All the cliche things you hear, we literally feel that way. And, and through the reality is Backpacks and Haircut Project and teaming up with uh, people like last year, um, Dallas men and teaming up with other teams and people like Melanin Origins and other local um associations to help us bring this um, vision into fruition. So episode 123, a lot of people was talking about that shit. Got a lot of texts, got a lot of emails and a lot of statements in reference to not knowing that the homie Christian Evans was going to be back on the podcast. Um, I'll, I'll say this. Our numbers are good every week, but I guess it was like the juicy detail and trying to figure out how me and Christian got to talking again and how he got back on the podcast. Um, He's not officially back as a member, but he definitely will be visiting um, to do podcast shows, you know, with me going forward. And we're even kind of discussing about branching out and doing another podcast separately from the reality is so me and him can kind of get back in the studio and have fun. I want to start giving behind the scenes thought processes, of what goes into my podcast. And I know all this week people were like, damn, you know, it was dope To You know, it's important to see two black men or two men period sit down, talk about the things that they've went through, talk about their rights, their wrongs, and make amends and move forward that's exactly what me and him did and if you haven't heard it go back and listen to episode 123 and everything that I'm saying this little rant that I'm on will make so much more sense to you but for me to be able to sit beside Christian and do the podcast again honestly it felt good it felt like old times Um, everybody loves his devilish laugh and devious laugh he has about six or seven different laughs that can pop out at, at any time but for me it was just dope to sit down with someone that I Originally started the podcast by myself and then him and Gary Green came in and they kind of helped me take it to the next level uh, the first year of the podcast and just sitting beside him. Uh, of course, it felt good. You know, it was good to to reminisce and, and kind of be nostalgic for a moment about being back in the studio and recording uh, with a good friend of mine. I think uh, the biggest thing that people love about the podcast from episode 123 was the dynamic um, that me and Christian have. We do have a genuine, intentional dynamic. Um, we have fun together in each other's presence. Um, I-, I love Christian's conversation. He's very well versed when it comes to politics and financing, um, something that I am aware of. But I think his strengths plus my strengths makes. You know, it's what makes the podcast better, you know. So for all those people who try to be somebody else, and this is getting off note, but this is a message to people who venture off from being who they are to sound like everybody else, from starting a podcast and not knowing what they want to do with that podcast. So they started, you know, start getting, grabbing content from everywhere else and talking about the same things that everybody else is talking about. There were times when I was doing the podcast, especially by myself, that I thought to myself, who will listen? And why would they want to listen to me? Everybody got something to say. It's a media, it's a medium out there for everybody. You just got to find that medium. You got to find your niche or niche, whatever, however, wherever part of the country you're in, how you say niche, 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 whatever. You got to find that thing that you're good at and, and you got to own it. I'm good at being unfiltered. I'm good at saying what the fuck I want. Call me, you know, Lil' Joan Rivers. You know what I'm saying? I know she was white and she was old and I'm black and young. But call me Lil' Joan Rivers, Lil' JR, Lil' Junior. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what she did. And I feel like that's what I do. I say the things that people think, but they're afraid to say. I say those things that people don't want to put on wax because they're scared if their job hears it, then they may get fired or somebody will see them a certain way. I say things about white people, black people, Asians, Hispanics, that a lot of us say behind closed doors or to a close friend, to a girlfriend, to a wife, but they're too scared to say it out loud because they want to be—they don't want to be deemed as racist. That's everybody's fear. Black people feel like we can't be racist and that's another topic for another day, but I can't count on my fingers and toes how many emails and text messages I've gotten, some from friends, some from people I don't know, and they're asking me, are you racist? Am I racist? Because I talk about my experiences in life and what being black means to me and certain things in my life that you won't understand. That's what I love about podcasting. It gives black people a voice for so long. The media has created the narrative of what we feel, what we think, how we move. And it's really not it's not their place. To tell our story, it's our place to tell our story. Whether we sound mad or rambunctious when we tell that story, whether we're misunderstood by those who are not a part of the culture, that doesn't mean stop doing what you're doing. Continue on spitting what you spit and saying it the way that you want to say it. If you're not a well-versed person, you can be educated, but you may not use all those big words. Some people think I use big words. I'd like to think that I'm just an everyday guy saying how I feel. But you don't have to change and try to be something else or be somebody else to make something great. People will love you just the way you are. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Again, you're listening to The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. And I'm going to finish updating you on what's been going on with the podcast as of late. Before we took a quick break I was talking to you guys about podcasting and I at first I was talking about me and Christian and and like I already told you pretty much you know once we understand and know where we're going with the new podcast content we're working on we'll definitely fill you guys in and let you know where to listen people people in podcasting especially people of color I just got a few tips for you and what you should do when first starting out a podcast in my opinion and how to stay afloat if you want to not be one of those podcasts that you are a part of the Pod Fade area. And what is Pod Fade? Pod Fade, I guess, made up a couple of years ago when podcasting took off. Pod Fade is for those people who start a podcast but do not make it past 20 episodes. God bless you. God bless your, your soul. Don't give up. Be yourself because you're already different. That's number one. Don't try to imitate anybody else. It'll be fun in the beginning, and then it'll start to feel like work sometimes. When it starts to feel like work, take a break. Don't quit. Take a break. Sometimes doing things by yourself, sometimes fueling your own dreams will feel like work. It will, you know, you'll get expired, and you'll want to quit, but don't quit. If you're working with other people, know that you won't always agree. You have to learn the art of agreeing to disagree, find some resolution, implement that resolution, and move on to continue to make that podcast better. There will be hard times. Several times I've been on a podcast talking about wanting to give up, wanting to drop the ball and just walk away from it. And it's funny because right when I get ready to do that, that's when those text messages and emails come through about, hey, you're doing a good thing. Keep doing that. You know, uh, people need to hear what you got to say. Well, I'm telling you that same thing. If you're listening and you want to quit a podcast, don't give up. People need to hear what you're saying. Even if one person listens and says this is bullshit. You know what? Drake friends, when he first started singing, used to tell him he couldn't sing. Some of us still think the nigga can't sing, but he's a millionaire. I'm pretty sure he'll be a billionaire because there was a market and a medium for what he was doing. There's always going to be white girls, groupies, black women, women, period, and women who like a man who's emotional. There is a market for that. It wasn't a market when he first came out with that. You were either R&B or you were rap. He's doing both of them. Look at God. Don't give up on yourself. You will want to quit. Take a hiatus. What does a hiatus mean? Take a vacation. If you don't know what a vacation mean, go back to school. Take a break. It's okay to take a break. Some of us, like myself, we're so used to putting out one, two podcasts, sometimes a podcast every month because we want to feed the people. People want to hear from us. And we get so tied up in feeding the people, we don't feed ourselves. So take some time to yourself. Make sure you're refreshed and you're rejuvenated to where the content is new and it's changing and it's always evolving. If you don't have anybody to interview, interview your fucking friends when you first start this podcast. Everybody has a story and find people who are interesting. Everybody has some interest, but the hard thing is about finding people who are willing to tell their stories and being transparent. And what I've learned with that and getting people to do that on my show is me by me being transparent with other people. Um, When you get to that point where you quit or you might want to quit, don't do it. America is the country of second chances and comeback stories. So don't give up. And if you do give up, you can always come back. Don't get caught up in the followers. You won't get a lot of likes at the beginning. You want to have a lot of followers. You want to have a lot of listeners. I remember first starting this podcast and I would click on SoundCloud every fucking five to 10 minutes, every 30 minutes, every hour, just to see if somebody clicked a like. No like came to no avail. No likes came. No follows came. And I was about to give up. And I remember reading an article on Forbes. I forgot the guy's name, but it was a guy that he was at the the beginning of the whole new age podcasting phase. And he said he podcasted for five years with no more than 10 listeners. Now you can look at that and say, my fucker was probably boring. It probably was nothing that anybody wanted to hear. Or you can look at it from a perspective of being a podcaster like myself and just understand that even though podcasting is big right now, especially in Texas, if I asked 10 people and I've done this before, maybe one or two people even know what a fucking podcast is. Right now in 2017. So imagine back in like 2010 and 2007 when when all of this was just taking off. Was nobody listening to this shit? It was all radio. Ricky Smiley, ninety seven 9, 92, ninety four nine, whatever it is, one hundred power, one hundred five. Nobody was listening, but this guy kept going, and now he's one of the top podcasters in the world with over a million listeners. This is crazy. I, I kid you not. I don't know the guy's name, but maybe go look up Fords and then the searching, uh, search engine put in podcasts and you, you should be able to find the story. I just want to say don't give up, man. Like I said, this was just a little quick podcast to motivate people to not give up, to kind of give you some insight on what's been going on, what the reality is, where we're going. We are still looking for a co-host right now. I have a plethora of people who say they want to be here, but I've been there before. And this time, I just want to make sure there's no holes in the ship. So, email us if you feel like you're in the Dallas area or somewhere else, and you want to be a guest host or co-host on the podcast as a guest co-host on the podcast. All even the people who want to be a co-host, you will be a guest co-host to till I feel like there is a vibe or a connection. Where you can work and, and we can work together Because you ha- if you're going to have a co-host you got to have somebody you vibe with You just can't bring a motherfucker in off the street And think that everything is going to be copacetic And the the vibe is just going to flow It don't work that way But if you want to be a co-host And you want to try that out And you want to sit down and talk Or you know uh, take a phone call and talk to me We can do that So email us at info at the reality is If you are looking to be a part of the show And if you want to help out And be a social media manager We're looking for that If you want to help with content We're looking for a content manager manager. You could be a part of that. We have all of this. All you got to do is go to the website, um, go to the website, search the website, see if you like it. We have all that. Even, I don't know what part of it it is on the website, but it may be on the merchandise tab or, or something, but it's on there where if you're looking to be a part of the show, you can just fill that information out. We'll get that information and we'll contact you hopefully within 72 hours because we are our own managers of everything that we do here. So I want to give a big shout out to the culture and all of you who continue to help push the culture forward by creating card games, apps, merchandise, podcasts, blogs and anything else that represents the everyday black person. I say this. I say this because people might feel like and I know this is going kind of off topic, but I'm going to bring it full circle. People might feel like when Obama was in office, he didn't do enough for the black culture and black people. But without the Obama administration, without him. Everybody, a lot of us would still be sleep. The opposite of walk. We wouldn't be as tuned into politics. We wouldn't be paying attention to our state and local government as much as we are now. Maybe we would not even feel like the two terms in office were worth something. The two terms in office triggered a change. It triggered emotions. It helped us look at how we vote. It helped some of us start voting. It would be It probably would be an Angela Rye, but Angela Rye wouldn't be as uh, paramount as she is in the culture without an Obama, a Maxine Waters. We need all these people. Obama, a lot of us are descendants of the Obama administration. Think about 10 years ago, before Obama was in office, there was no Martin trivia games. There was no woke T-shirts. There was no Black Lives Matter. In every war, there's a casualty of war. Yes, we took some losses. But really think about what we're saying when we talk about. And the reason I'm saying this is because I hear people talk about Obama. And I was listening to a podcast and somebody was like, Obama didn't do anything for the administration. You hear people like Dr. Umar Johnson say that a lot of times. I think even David Banner has spoken out about that. But his job was not to take care of black people, but to take care of people as a whole. But subconsciously, I don't give a fuck. If you are a person who is in tune with yourself subconsciously, the Obama administration sparked something. Whether it was because he was doing something and you got motivated or because you looked at him and felt like he wasn't doing enough. What he did in his presence in office triggered a lot. And I just want to say thanks to the Obamas, thanks to black culture. I'm proud of you for continuing to carry this torch of rewriting our narratives and contributing to our black owned businesses and building things ourselves. Same thing Jay-Z been saying on this last album. Same thing a lot of people have been saying. Shout out to Jay-Z, too, on the footnote 444. I posted something the other day about, you know, how Jay-Z gathered all of these black athletes and black movie stars together to talk about emotions uh, from a male perspective. And I know a lot of people was like, oh, man, people been doing that. But, you know, the thing about it is we got to learn to stop saying people have been doing that. And we still got to learn to champion those people who may have de- who may be doing the same thing you're doing, but doing it on a bigger platform. And I think we've all been there. I've even been that guy sitting up knowing that I'm doing good work on the podcast and then see somebody come up and it's like a fly by night person and they get on and maybe they're not fly by night. Maybe they've been grinding in a whole other way to get to where they're going. And so what if Jay-Z is doing it? May, yeah, he got the money and all in and, uh, and the, the influence to, to get these things together and make these conversations easier and have somebody videotaping and documenting and all of that. But the people who have been doing it in the dark, you're still making a change just on a lower level. We got to get past that that point of wanting, like I've always said, to be the biggest dick in the room and just realize and be able to champion those who are able to take that torch and carry it further than we are. Jay-Z also said on Mr. Carter, is it not why we came? Go farther, go further, go harder. If that ain't why you came, why bother? That's all I got to say, man. This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. And like I always say, man, inhale courage to exhale success. Be nice to somebody today. Drink some water. Support a friend's podcast. Support a friend's business. you already sharing all this other ratchet shit on social media. And all it takes is one click or one share button from you for a friend to get to them where they're going. Somebody may see it. You may know somebody they don't know. So support your friends today. That's pretty much all I got to say. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's about it. We'll see you guys on the next one. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to cut the music off, but I did want to tell y'all. A couple of y'all been been uh, emailing asking, is Esther gone? She ain't gone nowhere. Took a little break. She be back, though.